Hey, y'all, we wanted to share with you some of the fun we've been having over on Patreon. We're bringing you short clips from some of this month's bonus content to give you an idea of everything you get when you sign up to support the show. If you like what you hear and want to hear more, click the link in the episode description or head to Sinisterhood.com and click Patreon in the top menu. And you don't want to miss this month's mini-sode, which is an update on the Sherry Papini case. Today, you'll hear a clip from our true crime headline segment about the use of familial DNA to solve a cold case in our own backyard. Then we have a clip where we discuss outrageous and heated opinions on food. After that, you'll hear a story from our relationship advice segment on what to do when your husband has secret meetups with his female coworker. And finally, we've got two clips from our video live streams. First, a clip from our monthly Q&A, which happened to be on 420 this month. The moment we chose for you is the moment when the MCs kicked in. <laughs> it's pretty righteous, if I do say so myself. Lastly, you'll hear audio from our listener, Am I the Asshole live stream, where we give advice on what to do if your spouse wants to quit their job and become a professional streamer. Patreon subscribers get to watch video versions of the Q&A and our once monthly live stream segment live and participate with us via the chat. And in the Getting Into It tier, you get to vote on what segment we perform on the live stream. And you also get to choose a topic for the main feed, which this month was the Hat Man. Subscribe today to get ad-free regular episodes, hundreds of past bonus episodes, and on-demand archives of the video live streams, and to be a part of all the fun we'll have throughout the rest of the year. An annual subscription to our Patreon gets you access to all of this content, plus a free month of membership. Head to the link in the episode description or go to Sinisterhood.com and click Patreon on the top banner to sign up today. Well, welcome to True Crime Headlines. This week... We've got some music. <laughs> this week we have um, two stories. The first one is a more local story, and it's a fascinating use of science to mm. solve a case. And the other one is a pretty big story uh, that we just have not discussed, but have had people uh, sending in messages and stuff about it. So let's rock and roll. Let's do it. So this first case started back in 1998. From 1998 to 2003, there was a rash of bank robberies across the DFW Metroplex, mostly kind of in Tarrant County Central between Dallas and Fort Worth. I remember this. In 2003, a officer in Watuga, he's the North Richland Hills police officer, but he was shot in- Watauga? Watauga. There it is. (laughs) Tarrant County girl over here. Um, Watauga, he was shot by a suspect, a fleeing suspect, and the officer said he had no idea who this was, but it turns out it was the cowboy hat bandit. Oh. So that was the name of this person that had been, like I said, robbing all these banks for all this time. So they had, you know, they weren't able to figure out who did this. He got away and everything. And... What they did was now in 2022, 2021, they began testing any DNA that was left behind at the scene. Well, it didn't get, it didn't pop up in any databases on its own, but they utilized forensic genealogists and they used basically like they did with the Golden State Killer, like we've seen in so many other cases in the Sherry Papini case Mm -hmm. where they mapped out a relative and in December, 2021, they finally linked DNA through his relative to this suspect. So the police, much like they did in the Sherry Papini case, 
traveled to where the suspect lived in Oklahoma in February of 2022, tracked him down to a restaurant where he was eating. Wow. And when he got up from the table, officers (gasps) came and took the fork, knife, Mm -hmm. cup, plate, everything from him. They took that evidence from the restaurant and then examined it alongside previously collected DNA evidence of three of those bank robberies that happened from 1998 to 2003. And... They obtained a search warrant in early April to investigate the home of this suspect that they had narrowed it down to. In the home, they found a Jeep, which they thought... A Jeep? Like a car? Like a car. In the house? Well, it was like at the property. Oh, okay. And they... Well, they... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. At the house, they found a weapon. The weapon at the house was a gun that matched the bullets from the robbery and the shooting of the police officer and was still loaded with the same bullets. So he had used at least one bullet to shoot the officer, left the other bullets in the gun, and it was the exact same bullets that were used to shoot them. For two decades. For two decades. Over, yeah. Apologies. They did not have the Jeep at the house. They found where the Jeep was. It had been sold off and sold off. And when they tracked it down, they found that at the back where the officer had returned fire and shot the Jeep, it had body filler repair. Like the bumper wasn't even replaced. It still had the same spot where the police officer had shot it. He really, yeah. They, as the uh, one of the officers said, against all odds, he still had the weapon he (laughs) used to shoot the police officer and the same weapon he used in all of the bank robberies. Dang. So messed up. They they pursued it and everything. They geared up to serve arrest warrants. But I say uh, the story ends there because the suspect that they identified was Mark Long. And they found his body (gasps) by a cell tower in southeast Oklahoma where he had completed suicide, although the final cause of death wasn't released to the public. But the officer said he took with himself only the things he would know. The why, like, why did he do this? Yeah. Um, And the officer that was shot had survived and said, I've never received every answer I've ever wanted, but I can begin the path toward healing because this person has been identified. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they had found after, man, if you rob a bank too, that's federal crime. I mean, that's, and you shot a police officer. So they, after 19 years, were able to solve this case of the cowboy hat bandit. That is some good detective work. That's wild that he would have kept the, not only just kept the weapon, but not even, it was like it was frozen in time from that moment on. Still loaded with the same exact bullets used in the crime and also to shoot that police same officer. with the Jeep. I mean, it sounds like he at least got rid of the Jeep, mm-hmm. but he didn't even bother to change out the bumper. No. Not, he just sold it as is. As it, is. Bullet did, hole in the back. <laughs> did it say how much money he stole? It it totaled up to $296,000. Damn. So, yeah. So, they were going to charge him with, of course, attempted capital murder of a peace mm-hmm. officer, aggravated robbery, two counts of robbery. Then it was going to be like almost a million-dollar bond, like a $675,000 bond. But by the time they went to search or they went to serve the arrest warrants. He knew that they, yeah. Yeah, I think he kind of knew. That's the tragic DNA. as well. Yeah. Um, and like we've talked about, when you live with that for 19 years knowing that you've done this i mean for me personally my 
conscience would eat away at me and I would also mm-hmm. be so paranoid all the time. I couldn't enjoy – I wouldn't be going to restaurants. I couldn't even enjoy like a moment out because I'd be like, is this today? Uh-huh. But that's, get that's fascinating. That- all right. Yes, we're jumping over to this one. It's uh, inspired by a tweet from Trishish Vacons that says – I don't know what that word means, but <laughs> – Michael Reelman that says, we're canceling each other over food takes today. Post your cancelable food take. Someone, let's just get it started. Let's do it. I don't like tomatoes. Yeah. Did you? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's mine. Someone said cilantro is, Jordan says, number one, cilantro is disgusting. I love cilantro. The problem is, I think, isn't cilantro taste bud dependent? That some people have yeah. taste buds that turn into soap. Uh-huh. Their taste buds uh, don't turn into soap, but it makes the cilantro taste like soap. Well, Your mouth fills with bubbles and suds <laughs> anytime you try and eat Mexican food. Yeah, I I love cilantro. Like, love it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it in, uh, I like a street taco with cilantro mm-hmm. and white onions. I oh, like yeah. guacamole. Yes. yes. So it's got to be in guac. And uh, I like it as a garnish mm-hmm. on things. Uh, number two, Jordan says, I love pickles but hate cucumbers. Oh. I could not relate to this more. Fuck really? Oh, I like cucumbers. Moon. But I like pickles better. I love pickles. Cucumbers ruin the taste of everything they're in. When we went to a really good barbecue place in Liberty Hill, Texas. It is called Agape Barbecue. Phenomenal barbecue. Great potato salad. Mm. I ordered their corn salad thinking it was going to be like a lote. It was like 98% cucumbers and tomatoes. And I was like, this is a fucking waste. I can't eat this. <laughs> I like I like cucumbers, but I do like pickles more. But I will agree that cucumbers can overpower a dish. So I don't typically get them in like a salad with a bunch of stuff going on. I'll more get them in... I really like to do a... Um, uh, well, I, I like to put them with tomatoes and like mozzarella cheese, almost like a different type of caprese salad. I also love them with pimento cheese. Love them. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of celery. I've been thinking of celery this whole time. <laughs> Can I just say, fuck celery too. I know I you don't like celery. I, I know you didn't like celery. <laughs> I hate it. When you when I go to a Greek restaurant and I get a Greek salad, I like lettuce, onions, feta, Sometimes you get it, which um, it's fair. Everybody makes things differently. But when I order a salad and it comes out and it's 90% cucumbers and tomatoes, I'm like, well, I might as well just eat the plate underneath because I'd mm, rather. You hate it that much. Now, I will say when I was thinking of that, my Caprice salad take, it was cucumbers. I like mm-hmm. to do cucumbers, chopped in half cherry tomatoes, and mozzarella with um, some olive oil and feta and stuff. So, Or not feta, mozzarella. Um but I do not eat. You know what, though? Now that I say this, I have eaten cucumbers with pimento cheese. I have used it as a dipping tool. And uh, it wasn't You don't bad. taste anything. You just taste cucumbers. It's worthless. I like, I like cucumbers, time. I like cucumbers if they're salted. I will say I like, I like a, I love pickles, but my favorite type of pickle is in between a cucumber and a pickle, where it's not quite as pickled as a pickled pickle, but... It's not as mild as a cucumber. I don't think we can be friends anymore. <laughs> That's disgusting. You put that in your mouth, it's sick. It's still, you, it tastes like a pickle. You would think it was a pickle. It's just not like so sour that it just like makes your mouth pucker. 
you got to sour it up so I don't taste any of that bullshit cucumber. Mm. What are your th- What are your thoughts on bread and bread and butter pickles? The butter I like pickle. a bread and butter pickle. Okay, I like them. They're good. I like they have their their place. If I'm expecting a dill and I get hit with a bread and butter, you're about to get sued. Mm. This was misleading false advertising. It's like when you expected a diet coke, you get hit with a root beer. Can't. That's awesome though. That's a great no, surprise. No, it's not. It you don't isn't. like root beer? Um, I have to be in the mood and if I'm expecting a diet coke and I get a root beer, Nah, I don't like that shock. It's shocking. (laughs) It is shocking. It shocks the senses when you have an expectation that's subverted. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Um, Well, the next one is from Chelsea. Chelsea says eggs are better overcooked in all forms. Wet, glossy, creamy scrambled eggs. Stomach churning. Runny yolk. Absolutely repulsive. I'd sooner starve. (laughs) I love the drama. Okay, here's one that I don't totally agree with because I like runny eggs. I, I like really, I really the... like um, like soft poached eggs. Oh yeah, where you just like or over medium. I, mm-hmm. I like the run. I, if I'm doing a fried egg, I like it to run because then I can sop it up with my toast. That's I do too. I like at Company Cafe in Dallas. They have the bumblebee chicken scratch, and it's mm-hmm. a gluten free biscuit, gluten free fried chicken. And then a poached egg, and then they also put this like honey butter situation mm. on it. It's phenomenal. So I do like the runny yolk. Mm-hmm. So I will disagree with this. This is a cancelable food take. Do not bring me hard scrambled mm-hmm. eggs when they start to turn. When color, they get brown, nope, or they're rubbery. Send that shit back. Throw it into the garbage. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand it. Uh, I like a little bit of run in the uh, in the especially over medium. I order mm-hmm. over, over medium. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan says, iceberg lettuce tastes like dirty water. I wish it did not exist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Well, today we've got some relationship conundrums that we're going to comment on. Mm. I was trying to combine relationships and conundrums and I couldn't get it. A renundrum. Oh, that's good. Uh, Some renundrums relationship (laughs) but yeah these are um i was scouring the bowels of the internet to find some it's a dangerous game you know i've seen some stuff that i can't unsee Mm -hmm. there was one that was so heinous i did not include it wow uh, it was so heinous unless you want me to include it i saved the link (laughs) just is it heinous as in we need a content warning yeah it was graphic i'm gonna leave it up to you because I don't know what it is, and I guarantee I'll you, do... everyone right now is like, "Do it, do it." Okay, okay, I will. But if it's if there's a content warning, I don't know what it is. So you let me know. Um, let me pull it up. Give me like two seconds. Yeah, we got to do this one. Okay. okay, all right. I'll do it last. Okay, that's good. We'll end on a. Okay. I would say high note, but I think it's going to be a low note. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think. Well, I had happened to have Megan, my friend, on the phone, and I just sort of gave her the rundown. And initially, she had one opinion, and then I gave her more details, and she switched her Ooh. opinion. So it's definitely one of those like moral conundrums. Okay. So the well, I'll I had a, a tamer one, but we'll switch it out for that. All so right. we'll do that one last. Okay, this first one is uh, my husband lies about hanging out with his coworker. Okay. So my husband and I have been married for over 10 years. I'm 35. He is 40. I found out he has been helping a female coworker, age 33, apartment hunt and lying to me about working late to go out for drinks with her. Mm -mm. When I can. 
mm-hmm. you know. When I confronted him, he admitted to the lies and told me that nothing has happened. She's just a friend. His reason for lying to me was that she doesn't like me, and he wanted to save their friendship while sparing my feelings. Oh. They first, they first started to hang out in a group, but have recently started getting together solo, and he didn't think I would understand. Okay, some people just don't like me. It used to really bother me, but I've come to accept that at, come to accept that as I get older. I can either be very quiet or have a strong personality socially. I get it and I want him to have good relationships. So I told him to hang out with whoever, but please don't lie to me ever again. I believe that he is trustworthy, but I'm not so sure about her. We've had some marital strife, but I thought we were seeing real improvement. I basically confronted them while they were together in a public place <gasps> because at the time, I couldn't understand why he would lie if he wasn't cheating. Is there any way to repair my relationship with this woman? Am I just being stupid? Um, no. <laughs> You're lied to. First of all, let me tell you right now. If Tommy starts going out with a coworker, male or female, that doesn't like me, and he knows that, <laughs> and they're open about it, nah. That seems betrayal. Like yeah, betrayal. I would be so hurt that he's like, well, I'm hanging out with Jeff tonight. You know that he thinks you're a raging bitch and super annoying, but we're going to go uh, to Buffalo Wild Wings. Like, what do you Fuck mean? You. you know this person doesn't like, that's like marriage code. Yeah. That's your, if you're supposed to be the same team, your yeah. best friends, to be like, well, I love kicking it with Brad, but he thinks you're a C word. <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, Brad is a C word. Yeah. And then you, you don't, don't need to hang out with Brad. With Guess what? You got to go find a new friend. And then, especially if they're of the opposite sex and the sex that the person is into. Yeah. And also, I think in my re- experience in relationships, I actually was just j- joking with Gypsy about this. That I've had two different guys, let's just say, we're not together anymore, be, like, <laughs> not like Gypsy, like, actively hated her. Oh, really? And she tried her best, or not even hated her, like, my more recent ex was just like, Gypsy thinks you guys are so close, and you're not. I was like, she's one of my best friends and knows, like, all my secrets. <laughs> but it was, like, this weird, but it did, Jealousy. but she would always be... She would try to be so nice. She would always invite him to stuff. So I had the opposite problem. But then another guy was like, you don't even like Gypsy. And I'm like, why? I think we're really alike personality-wise. So I don't know if the guys get, like, you said jealous or whatever. Mm-hmm. Paris and Gypsy love each other. They totally get along. But that shows you when you have that mm-hmm. kind of, like, it would be like if you, like, when I dated someone previous to Paris and you were like, mm. <laughs> Like, you tried, though. To to your credit, you totally tried. You'd be like, maybe you guys can come over and, like, we can sit by the fire. Maybe we can go. And he was being a fuckboy. I think that should... I should have taken that as a flag of, like, this isn't going to work out when he just, like, wasn't willing to hang out with my friends. I think you can't reconcile that. If you have a permanent partnership like a marriage as a (laughs) not-yet-married person at the time of recording. But I think if you have that... A friend that's going to conflict with that one way or the other, if your partner's conflicting with them or whatever, that it has to be settled. You can't just try to keep like separation of church and state mm-hmm. and be like, well, I'll just hang out with the girl that hates you and then I'll mm-hmm. hang out with you separate. It's like, that's not going to work. No. Everybody, yeah. No. And if he's lying about it, then that's even another thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that there's a reason you're not telling her because she's going to get mad. So, ipso facto, you're saying, well, I'm going to keep this a secret because this relationship is more important to me than being honest with my wife. I don't like that. No. Because then you are prioritizing. Mm-hmm. You're hanging out with this girl 
or woman who what person that mm. I don't like already. I'm like suddenly on the OP's <laughs> team. I'm like, but I would be irritated that you've now prioritized yes. your funsy time as you should be versus me. Yeah, and also our the keeping honesty in our relationship. Like like we said, ninety percent of these, ninety nine percent of these issues are communication. Uh-huh. And- What's the worst fad you've participated in from Letty? I have sacks of beanie babies in my mom's house. <laughs> oh, I had the stripy hair when it was you like Christina Aguilera, like the tiger hair. Blonde. Yeah, with the black, which like I think some people are re- are doing that now, and I'm Is like, that, I'm sure it's coming back. It's just a matter of time. Uh, I um, man. I didn't do a lot of fads really because I um, went to a private school and we couldn't, we wore uniforms. So like, I mean, we could wear like regular clothes to dances and things, but um, I don't remember there being like a fad I was really into. Victoria said jeans under dresses. I did that too in high school. Oh. Or knee socks like Cher from Clueless. I did wear knee socks for a while. I did do like the knee socks and like plaid Catholic schoolgirl skirts. That was a Uh big like aesthetic for me in high school. I, I, my aesthetic was like either jeans and t-shirts or Rachel from friends. Yeah. Those are the kind of my two vibes. Um, yeah. So I don't know if I did anything like i mean i was into like a lot of probably of the time music that was silly actually i was a huge backstreet boys fan to the point of like still are wallpaper the room in my house my childhood home and like every video cassette every cd foreign releases from other countries like the canadian version of this album i got a hold of my mom's debit card in ebay and it was game over. <laughs> so many okay. things We've got some in the comments that are reminding me of stuff. I also did tank tops over shirts, like oh, yeah. the like share. That wasn't. It was like share and Rachel were my uh, fashion Info. gurus. Did that. Um, also, the big platform sandals that were like oh, yeah, Steve yeah. Madden that were this fucking big Chonky. that had just like um, like a strappy thingy over it. You know what I mean? I can't. I don't strappy know what I'm sandals. saying. Fuck yeah. yeah. Um, the Rachel haircut. Yeah. Crimped. I did crimped in the 80s. My sister did crimp that. on me. Those were like fun. I had herself. a crimping iron that made um, hearts and stars, too. Righteous. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a new word. You guys got to get on it. You're missing out. Righteous, man. <laughs> Wait, oh. <laughs> you were worried you wouldn't have it wouldn't come at the right time. Here we are. That's what she said. <laughs> Oh, no. Such, with such oh, no. like gusto. 
You were talking about a tank top on a t-shirt. What was I Oh, you did you did the only thing you could. Oh man. <laughs> I <had to> do it. <laughs> Just do it. Oh. Oh. What are what F bracelets? Fuck bracelets. Fuck. Do you remember Stop everybody, you guys? Do you remember? <laughs> final one is from frustrated my husband and i have been together for 12 years we have our ups and downs but overall have a great relationship and are usually on the same page we have two young kids and life has been pretty good until this past year i am a very motivated person and believe in working hard to get where you want to be in life i had a serious health issue six years ago that derailed all of that because of this my career was killed and now i'm now on disability my husband is from a very toxic family who always told him he would never amount to anything. Mm. Because of this, I've always been his biggest cheerleader. About a year ago, he was very unhappy with his job and wanted to change careers. When he graduated high school, he wanted to be a lawyer, but was told not to bother by his family. I encouraged him to go to school if that's what he wanted, but he was unsure. He loves video games and computers, but was burned out. He did IT help desk for a long time. I told him whatever he chose, I would support him. Well, he chose the worst idea. He oh, wants no. to become a big name Twitch streamer. At the time, I didn't want to say it wasn't a good idea. So I said he could take some time and figure things out. So he quit his job to throw himself into full time streaming. It's been almost a year. I'm so stressed out that it sometimes affects my health. I've gained mm -hmm. a bunch of weight and have begun seeing a therapist because I'm so depressed. I don't believe that men need to be the breadwinners, but I also don't believe in being poor. My disability can cover all our bills, but we have no money really for anything else. He makes a little money from streaming, maybe $200 on a good month, but not enough oh. to call it a career. My kids do ballet and gymnastics. I refuse to pull them from these things to save money. They shouldn't be punished because their dad is having a moment. I fluctuate from being frustrated to enraged with my husband now. I love him dearly. He's my best friend, but I've seriously thought about leaving him a few times over this. Mm. I am honestly ashamed of him at this point. I've tried talking to him about it, and he just gets defensive. I don't want him to resent me, but I just don't want to do this anymore. I lost it on him a few days ago and screamed, just get a fucking job now. I could tell I hurt him, and I apologize later. He spent the rest of the day applying for what he called crap jobs. I don't want him to get a McJob. I want him to get something he can at least tolerate. Am I not being supportive? Does he need more time? I feel like no matter what, this is, isn't going to happen for him. It's like packing up and moving out to L.A. to become an actor, except you have kids and a family now. The time for that is past. Or am I just being the asshole? Sincerely, frustrated. I have a lot of thoughts on this. This was, this was a good one. So, um, and if frustrated is here and wants Holler. to make themselves known. Yeah. Um, so my first thought is streaming on Twitch is not the worst idea. People make a ton of money doing it. If you... Or if you're lucky enough to make a ton of money doing it. Daisy said her boyfriend makes lots streaming. Tommy is a gamer. He watches a ton of 
professional gamers on Twitch that I'll walk in. I'm like, what are they doing? He's like running a dungeon. I'm like, you're just sitting here watching him run a dungeon. He's like, yeah, me and 15 million other people I'm like Christ. And you know I mean? So they make tons of money. There's a, there's a lot of people that there's man. One of the, one of the, what is he? 10. There's a kid that um, 10 or 12 that streams Minecraft and he's banking. Gazillionaire. Oh yeah. You don't have to work another day in your life and you're doing something you like. So here's my thing. If you tell your partner, you have my support. I want you to do what makes you happy. You can do whatever you want. Then you've given them carte blanche to do whatever they want. I don't, you can't have the caveat of unless it's what I actually want you to be doing. Because of what he makes him happy is that trying to become a big Twitch streamer. And if he's like, I can understand if he was like streaming one hour a day, wasn't putting a lot into it, you know, but if he's really trying to make a name for himself, then I think based on the things you said, like that you want to support him and for him to be happy and that he didn't have a good supportive childhood that you should support him because I personally don't agree with it's like moving to LA and you have a family and kids that time has passed. I don't like to think that my time doing what I feel like is my calling has ever passed. Samuel L. Jackson didn't get cast in movie till he was like 47. Mm-hmm. Like, and same with Morgan. John Freeman. Like, and, yeah, yeah. I mean like, so to think that like things have an end date is kind of sad. Um, but I can understand your frustration if you feel like you don't have any help financially. I think that I think when it gets to like you're thinking about leaving him, you got to bring a therapist into it. I agree. And I think that the problem is not having. If you like what you heard, consider supporting the show on Patreon by clicking the link in the episode description or heading to sinisterhood.com and clicking Patreon on the top banner. Thanks so much for listening and keep it creepy. Sinister Hood.